The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJX FM with yours truly, Neville James. It's a beautiful day in paradise. Of course, we are on storm alert, keeping an eye out for what is now Tropical Storm Tammy, and I'll get to the details of that towards the latter part of this hour. Um, we've got um, Mr. Angela White, um, Stay Faithful, uh, Play producer joining us plus a uh, couple actors as well, and then we've got uh, the Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts joining us uh, in our number two. So I want the public to know that uh, looking forward to this conversation because you know we do Arts Thursday and all that stuff. So Miss White was here; she got here kind of early, and then. <clears throat> The actors came, and the female actor watched me like she gonna do me something <laughs> in my studio. You know, you know what I'm saying? And the, the <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 like because she knew she's been here before in another capacity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, w- I was like, also oh, we got bad woman in the in the studio this morning, so this gonna get good. From early on, so <laughs> I gonna yield uh, to Miss White, allow for her to uh, introduce herself along with the actors, and then uh, we'll have an Arts Thursday conversation here on Analyze This. Good morning, Miss White. Good morning, Mr. James. How are you? I'm good. Glad to be Thank you so much for having us on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to begin by extending our condolences to uh, Senator Hansen's family and friends. Um, and colleagues. Uh, I, I didn't know Senator Hansen, but I know pain and grief and when you lose someone that you love and respect. So I offer my condolences. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we have a show that we are performing, the Veterans Day weekend, November 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Botanical Gardens in St. George. Um, I have two actors here with me that I love who have supported me and um, my dream. Um, The production company that I began is A5 Productions. Um, I am the fifth child. I have three. There were three girls and two boys in my family, and then I had three girls and two boys. And now my grandchildren are three girls and two boys. And uh, so that's why... I named the production such. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, uh, I just wanted to go over the importance of theater um, and how it is a way to express yourself, how it gives you a chance to become empathetic and sympathetic and to dive into other people's lives. Um, 
and to oh, understand. Oh, oh, let me introduce. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, no problem. Allow the, the two actors to introduce themselves. Absolutely. And we, we can get into the dialogue. I'm going to introduce Ashley Ellis, who is an actor in our our performance, but also is a chef. I mean, she's awesome, and she has Jubilee Restaurant that will be opening soon. Um, and we have Jonathan James, who is um, an awesome poet and an actor, and he is working for the senator at this time. Okay. Thank, mm-hmm. you, very, thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, uh, good morning, Miss Ellis. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good to see you, Miss Ellis. Uh, nice I, to see you, too. I, I, I gotta leave it at that. <laughs> Mr. James, good morning. How are you? Uh, good morning, Mr. James. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Um, actually, I want to thank my supervisor at work, the great Miss Angela, Miss Andre, Andrea Mashila, for granting me the opportunity to run down here and, you know, share a little bit about myself with you guys. Thank you for having us here. Not a problem. Not a problem. So, um, A5 Productions, that came about. How, Miss White? Um, I've been a writer my entire life. Uh, Originally from where? From Philadelphia. I've been on your show before with the Boys and Girls Club. Correct. And um, so, you know, you, you take different turns. You don't want to disappoint your family. I went to law school and and uh, went to Spelman and to UCLA and knew that that was not my path, um, that I've always been a writer, producer, director, um, as, as long as I could write. But isn't, um, isn't Westwood a good place to write and produce? Isn't where, I'm sorry? Westwood. You said UCLA. And well, no, it's not for everyone. <laughs> no, I'm talking about for, for arts. In 1984, 88, excuse me, in mm-hmm. 92, if you didn't have a published uh, piece, you couldn't get an agent. And if you couldn't get an agent, you couldn't get a published, published piece. So, so it was very difficult to get into the uh, industry so in the, Westwood. So this this thing about going to Hollywood <laughs> to pursue your dreams is not as we know it to be? Oh, I'm sure that it works for some people. But as I look at the Caribbean um, and realize all the people who have roots here, uh, LL Cool J, uh, you know, Nia Long, all the act, Rihanna, all the actors, there is um, talent here that is untapped. This is paradise. This is Hollywood. Um, you could make this place any place. Uh, so, yeah. This is true. Yeah. This is true. So, what you pivoted from law school, how'd you get into art? Uh, I pivoted Theater. from law school to become a parent. And for 25, 30 years, okay. I was a stay-at-home mom or a teacher. and um, But I continued to write. And mm. I never lost focus on my dream. And my last, my last one went off to LSU. Um, well, prior to that, I had two successful stage plays in Ohio. Um, and then when my last one went off to LSU, I said, you know what? It's finally my time. <laughs> mm, that's good. That's good. So, Miss LSU, an actor? <laughs> well, I've never acted before. I mean, well, you're, you're trying this morning when you came in, <laughs> in, in, in the door. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But uh, you, you, you smiled right afterwards. <laughs> so you knew you were safe. Well, like, I, I knew that she wasn't what she she wanted me to believe she was when she came to the door. But uh, you're a chef. You yeah, also that, do act. You also do acting. Well, um, this was my first time. So how'd that happen? 
So I was I went to the auditions with um, Mr. James and um, he was gonna audition. I said like, hey, you should try this, and so he did. And then I was like, you know, since I'm here, why not? And um, I auditioned and Angela gave me the part. So I was like, okay, why not? And this is for uh, Stay Faithful. Yes, this is for Stay Faithful. Okay, Mr. James, tell us about your aspirations. How did you get into the well, art world? Well. Um Theater. I, I, to, be, to be quite honest, I wish I could give you a straightforward answer, but um, like Miss Ellis said, um, we were, I think she was browsing on the phone on the internet somewhere and she saw the, uh, the audition ad and said, hey, Jonathan, you should go and try out for this. And I was like, okay, I'll go. Um, apart from that, I, I have been a writer, I guess I could say, for the last five, maybe seven years. Um, during the pandemic, when we were all sitting at home with little to nothing to do, I was, uh, <clears throat> of course, living back in Atlanta, Georgia at the time, and um, I took the opportunity to start writing, and um, I took my words to the Instagram writing community and ended up finding myself being a poet. Some of my writings have been published in books and online magazines, you know, and um, writing is is truly a great gift, I must say, to have because um, when you're able to put your thoughts into words and express them to others, sometimes you never know that your words could actually touch the heart of somebody or reach them in so many different ways. And um, of course, with that translating over into acting, it kind of seemed like a no-brainer. You know, um, again, I'm, I'm so grateful for having the opportunity to be a part of this. I have. I'm a little nervous. I get a little nervous every now and then. However, um, again, being able to to you know put myself into the character of this uh, young man that I'm playing is has been a, a wonderful opportunity. No, no, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, let me get back to Miss Pippa back here to Miss um, or circle back to Miss White. So you've written how many different um, plays or um, actual in my lifetime? Yeah. I've written since I could write. Mm -hmm. Now I've had two stage plays in Ohio. Mm -hmm. um, I've where at in Ohio? In Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, cold, yucky. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> cold Cleveland, Ohio. Mm -hmm. um, Lake Erie. <laughs> oh gosh, mm -hmm. the lake affects snow. I'm so glad I'm not there right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I have worked for the Newlywed Game and the Dating Game. I worked for TV as the master control operator in Savannah, Georgia. Okay. So I would go back and forth, back and forth, um, dabbling in my craft. And I'm finally honing my skills as a producer and director and writer. That's all right. Tell us about Stay Faithful. Stay Faithful is a play um, that deals with loving, at love and loyalty. Uh, it's about a husband and wife who endure a hurricane. Um, and... He wants to go stateside, and she wants to stay in her home, and he leaves. And post hurricane or before the hurricane? He leaves after the hurricane. After the hurricane. And um, he goes and lives his life. And six years later, he hears that there's another hurricane coming, and he feels something and wants to go home. Um, wants to go back to where his wife is. Mm, nice. So I want to give a shout out to Miss Gilbert who works at the um, St. Croix Christian Academy where I work. Uh, one day from uh, I was leaving work and I guess I was looking down or feeling down and she said in my former last name, she said, Sanders, stay faithful. 
And it meant so much to me that I need to stay, stay faithful to myself, to my dreams, to the Lord. Um, that that's how the title came about. Mm-hmm. Without giving away um, too many details, Ms. Ellis, who are you and stay faithful? I am one of the actors. <laughs> <laughs> You said I love her. Be discreet. I love her. <laughs> so, okay, I play. No, 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 no. Since, since you went there and you, and you want us to be like that, this one, and then that's how we go be. That's how we go be. <sighs> Mr. James, you just an actor too? Well, yes, I play the character Mecca, who is the best friend of the main character, uh, Valence. Okay, that's good. Valence is who? Jordan Griffin, he's on his way. He hasn't. He lives near Rainbow, so he, mm-hmm. he ran into some traffic. He said. Okay. Okay. Um, How long does the play last? It's approximately two hours. Okay. And what is it about uh, St. George uh, Botanical Gardens that uh, provides the setting that you were well, looking for? Um, I did not choose that place. That place chose me. Okay. Um, I I I came to the island not with any of this on my mind or heart. I just needed to be at a place where I felt safe and um, not traumatized. And, 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 and I need to say this about hurricanes and also Miss Gilbert, it's funny. Um, hurricanes cause a lot of trauma to people um, that you don't realize that you have an emotional trauma from June until you know November. But growing up, my father and I, um, would sit on the porch in thunderstorms. So thunderstorms and rain actually are very calming to me. And when, when there was a storm here, when I first got here and Miss Gilbert called the next morning and she said, well, how'd you make out in a storm? I said, I didn't even know there was one. Um, but- This is in Philly? Uh, in Philadelphia as a child, yeah. That, Mrs. Miss Gilbert, yeah. No, no, you're, talking about, yeah, yeah. you're talking about your experiences. Oh yes, with absolutely, with, yeah. my, with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when you experience things um, in a different light, your perspective is different about a lot of things. Um, I apologize, Mr. James. I forgot your question that fast. No, no, no. Um, I, I asked about uh, state faithful. Oh, oh, oh you, asked, you asked about the location. Yeah. So I went to um, the Caribbean Community Theater, um, and they already had a lineup of what they were doing, um, their, their season. Um, and, and they were very kind to us. As a matter of fact, they're being kind to lend us props and so forth. Um, but they couldn't do it at, at their theater. So I went to the Island Theater at the time. Dr. Peterson was still with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Samuel Udovic was the person who um, took over or something. I cut all the grass, I did all the seats, I cleaned all of the dressing rooms for the concert that he was having, um, but then it was not available either. Welcome. And then it was not available either for a myriad of reasons. And uh, Claire Roker, uh, who is wonderful, who was one of our great grandparents, she said, keep trying, you know, keep trying. Uh, the Dorsch Theater, the Island Theater. So I, I just happened to be at the Botanical Gardens in the Great Hall. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what, this is a perfect venue for awesome. play. Awesome, we're joined by another Actor, Mrs. Valence here? Yes. Introduce Jordan you. Griffin. Introduce yourself, sir. How you doing? Uh, my name is Jordan Griffin, and uh, living in St. Croix, family from St. Croix, and I'm playing Valence and uh, Stay Faithful. Okay. 
Feel good about it? Feel good about it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I feel real good about it. <laughs> we, uh, we've been practicing a lot. I really relate to the, to the script, and I feel like all the characters kind of relate to it. It's funny, he's playing, like, my, uh, my best friend in the, in the play. He's becoming, like, a really good friend right now. Amen. And uh, I feel like a lot of us are becoming more, like, family than just a cast, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm definitely excited for, for everybody to see it and for, and for everybody to kind of see the vision that we've been working on and, you know, see what we produce. Talk a little bit about how um, when people are looking at actors, uh, they, they, they wonder how an actor can stand up on stage and perform like that. Same thing with music. But they don't realize that when you put in the work, it actually becomes easy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, anything difficult with uh, repetition becomes simple. But um, I think you just, you got to have, you know, you got to have courage. You know, you got to have that that, that uh, initial confidence that whether they like it or not, you know what you did. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a, it comes from, I think, for me, um, just growing up, being like a, an only child moving around a lot i feel like i had to like make friends a lot and i feel like when you're moving around and you're meeting new people you're almost like on a stage you know and i feel like sometimes all the world is a stage so um i feel like when you have like a a play you're able to actually like focus your energy and it kind of makes it like you're you're taking yourself away from your life you're taking away from all your problems and and it kind of like you can just focus on that and the more you focus on it mm-hmm. and the more you practice the easier it'll be and the the more confident you'll feel standing up in front of people and not being afraid of messing up because you know you have what you did what you had to do you know <laughs> i feel like all actors are nervous but they work hard enough and they practice enough to where when it's time to perform they'll be ready that's good that's good no you weren't here uh when they first came in um so Oh, yeah, I appreciate that. That, that, um, That's your best friend. So throughout this conversation, you'll notice that I'll be cool with her, and I'll be cool. I'll be cool with with her, and I'll be cool with him. I will not be cool with her. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, what did she do already? You missed it. She didn't mean mug him. You know, she just came in like Ashley. That is her face. When you first came in. Um, she has a beautiful face. We, 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 she, she's a comic um, relief, but um, she doesn't play. I, I got two words for that. Yeah, right. Uh, we, we, we got uh, the A5 uh, Productions of Miss Angela Way here. Stay faithful. Uh, I play at the Botanical Gardens. Uh, take a break. Be back right after this. at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com. Member FDIC. 
Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Hear the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. WTJX's Taste of Two Islands is back. Join us at Antilles Mark C. Marin Center on December 14th for the long-awaited return of the taste, a culinary feast for the season. Hosted by me, George Kulchaman Silkat. Early bird tickets are on sale now through Tuesday, November 14th. Tickets are available at Chelsea's Drugstore in Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha across from Haven Sight Mall, and Bonita's Cantina in Niski Shopping Center. Tickets can also be purchased online at wtjx.org forward slash taste or call 340-774-6255 and 340-690-7293. Don't miss this opportunity to experience the magic of local cuisine as you dance to the rhythms of Spectrum Band. Sponsors for this event are The I Lottery, Anthony School, West Indies Company, Cardo Wine and Spirits, First Bank, Bellows International, the VI Office of Highway Safety, and the VI Housing Finance Authority. It's the return of the taste Thursday, December. 14th at 6 p.m. A taste you can never forget. And we're back here on Arch Thursday on Analyze This. And uh, we've got uh, Miss Angela White, um, producer, E5 Productions, and uh, members uh, of her play, uh, Stay Faithful. That uh, debuts when? November 10th. November 10th. And yes. it's a three-day thing? Uh, yes. November 10th, 11th, and 12th. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? Yes. And there's a gala on Sunday after the show. Sunday after the show. Yes. Okay, that's, that's awesome. So we got... Uh, uh, Miss White, as mentioned, uh, Miss Ashley Ellis. Jubilee. And, uh, Jubilee? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I cool with Mr. James and Mr. Griffin and Miss, Miss White this morning. Oh, boy. Them there. They gonna get good. That's all I got to say. Miss <laughs> um, Ellis, good morning once again. The microphone, please. I mean, for you, and I, I, I wanted to know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so let, me, let me make that clear. Uh, what's the name of your uh, uh, your role uh, in, in Stay Faithful? Oh, my name is Joan in the play. Joan in the play? And I am the best friend to the other lead, the female lead the, of the play. And who's the female lead? Her name is Kimberly Guru. 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 Yeah. Guru. Do you like the role? Yeah, I do. It's very fun. Um, and I get to, like, be very Jamaican. So... That mm-hmm. come out some more, and I'm like the comedic relief in the play. Okay, okay so I'm not good. mean all the time. That's good. <laughs> She's never mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mean for you, dude. <laughs> she gave us the the I, key. Now we know we have to I, come I, in a I, certain way. I, I, I gonna I gonna leave it at that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Mr. James and uh, Mr. Griffin. Yes, sir. Uh, both of you talk about your Caribbean roots, but but I hear. A Yankee twang from both of you. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, talk, talk about how that is an asset um, throughout life, where um, y- your ability to communicate 
um, sometimes it actually depends on where you are and who you're speaking to. Well, um, I would say first and foremost, I was born right down the road at the Charles Howard Memorial <laughs> Hospital a very long time ago. So you're vaccinated now back to the twine? <laughs> yes. Right. But um, I, I took the opportunity to move to the U.S. mainland, I would say, in my early 20s, I would say. Mm. And um, the first place I moved to was New York City. I lived in New York for about 10 to 11 years. Charles Howard, you said Correct. I was born at the Charles Howard Hospital, right down the street. You were the last set of people to, to born in Charles Howard. I, I would, I would like to think so. Yeah, because you don't look the age. You know what I'm saying? I know uh, Wang Louis opened up in the early '80s. So yes. you're, you're kind of giving away yourself. Yes, yes, you know yes. What I'm saying? <laughs> I but, don't want to. I don't want to give my exact age. You, you, actually, you actually did. You actually gave away yourself though. You said Charles Howard. Yeah. So you went to the city? Yes. I, I, like I said, I lived in New York City. Uh, for quite some time, and of course uh, in Atlanta, Georgia as well. Apart from that, um, while living in the U.S. mainland, I was a active member of the New York Army National Guard um, for six, six years of my life. I'm actually a combat veteran. I had the opportunity to, to do a lot of public speaking while I was in the military, and I mean... Um, I guess it kind of rubbed off on me, you know, later on, you know, being able to uh, effectively communicate to, with people, uh, you know, um, walk, coming from that light. But yes, um, I would say I do have a, a little bit of a Yankee twang to the way that I speak again, um, hence living in uh, New York City and, of course, Atlanta, Georgia for quite a uh, quite, well, little under 17 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Where in the city do you live in New York City? I lived in Brooklyn, New York. I lived in Brooklyn, New York. Um, mm-hmm. Brooklyn was the only borough that I lived in. I think I might have lived in the Bronx for a little bit, but mm-hmm. not long enough to really um, say, you know, that it left a lasting effect on me. I would say that <clears throat> Brooklyn, New York had a lasting effect on me. Well, when do you live in Brooklyn? Excuse me? What timeline? Between the years of 2003 till about 13 or 14. 2003 to 14. Yeah. Okay. Um, I spent a lot of time around some of my very good friends back in New York were Jamaicans, of course, um, mm-hmm. and, and Trinidadians, primarily Jamaicans and Trinidadians. And um, <clears throat> one of my good friends back in New York happened to be a, uh, a singer who lived like literally next door to me. I think he made that song. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that song. I like to move it. Again, this guy was a very good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, I used to, you know, go to the studio with him when he recorded songs and stuff like that. And again, you know, I immersed myself into the Caribbean culture of of Brooklyn. And um, I remember back then we used to go to the Labor Day parade and stuff like that. So Eastern Parkway, Labor Day. Correct. And and again, it felt like I never even left home. You know, being in that atmosphere. Um, of of course, uh, making friends with all those uh, Caribbean people, and of course, uh, again moving to Decatur, Georgia, again, where there's a, a large community of Caribbean people as well as Virgin Islanders as well. Um, I had the opportunity to go to the Thomas Bakery down there in Jama- in um, Decatur, Georgia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and again, being reminded of home all over again. That's why Ryan had the um, bakery? I'm not sure what the gentleman's name is, but I know that there's a, a Thomas yeah, Bakery yeah, 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 there yeah. in Decatur, Georgia. It was literally down the street from where I lived. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So, so you moved from a lot of concrete, a lot of grass. Correct. And here I am now. Um, if I'm not mistaken, a lot, I of, think wa- a lot of water. Lots of water. <laughs> you know, being able to, to see my home in the light that I'm seeing it now compared to when I was younger. You know, I never had the opportunity to go to 
all these beaches and stuff like that when I was younger. It was basically wherever my dad took us, you know. So now as a grown man, you know, being here, it, it is amazing to see my home and what it has been becoming. And I look forward to see what it becomes as well. That's all right. That's, 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 that's an awesome story. Mr. Griffin, tell us about yourself. Uh, so for me, uh, I was born in L.A., um, my family, though, my mom is uh, also from California, but my grandma was born here in St. Croix. Uh, the Petersons and the Rosses. Uh, oh, you're to the West. Oh, yeah. Okay. West is best. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know. Uh, if I was younger, I'd get offended. But <laughs> I'm up there now. I got so where I'm at right I, now. Yeah, no, I'm up there now. I, I can't even defend myself. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's, that's cool. That's cool. But, yeah, my mom, she, uh, she uh, rest in peace. My mom actually passed away last year. Not um, family. But she, uh, she was an entertaining person. She, had a, she was very charismatic, had a great spirit. Um, very energetic and she wanted to be an entertainer so I think uh, she moved to LA with that dream and that's but she ended up with me um, and then uh, real life dream yeah real life dream real <laughs> life dream and then um, we moved to Sacramento then I lived in Atlanta for 10 years um, went to high school in Marietta uh, went to Georgia State and then uh, transferred over to uh, Sacramento, California. I was kind of having too much fun in Atlanta, so mm -hmm. I, I needed to I needed to buckle down and and uh, so I went to Sacramento to focus on journalism, and I was going to school at Sac State. Uh, graduated with my degree there in communications, and uh, was working at an internship at a uh, NBC affiliate in Sacramento, KCRA three, and then uh, ended up getting into marketing. And then with marketing, that took me from Sacramento to D.C. I was living like in the Northern Virginia area. And then I actually was in New York as well for a couple of years. I was in Brooklyn in uh, 2016 through 2018. I was uh, working in Long Island. And then uh, after that, I ended up in San Diego with the marketing company. And then I was doing a lot of traveling. But then during the pandemic in 2020, you know, I wanted to visit my mom. You know, she was living here for the past eight years. Once I was going to school and once I left Atlanta to go to school, she was like, well, I'm, if you're going to go to California, I'm going to go to a place even better. So she came out here. Uh, we had some family that was getting ready to, like, move out of their house. So she kind of wanted to make sure they didn't, you know, we kept it in the family. So she came out here and um, she loved it. Every day she was trying to tell us to come out there. And, you know, I was trying to take over the world, so I wasn't mm -hmm. listening. But no, I just want to, to let you know that in the future it's come down here. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. come down. Come yeah. down here, yeah. Come down to the VA. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. but yeah, I wanted to come down and visit her. And then uh, after the pandemic, and I don't know, after my third day, I just never left. You know, um, yeah. well, I, your I story it. is a very common story uh, <laughs> for those who um, may not have heard of the Virgin Islands or heard negative things until they they get to paradise, right. and then uh, they realize that uh, here in the Caribbean. Uh, it's a whole different, you know, type of atmosphere and just communication with people. So uh, that's awesome. Once again, uh, condolences on the loss of your moms. Appreciate uh, that. You, you could carry on the whole legacy. Um, as an actor uh, in uh, Stay Faithful, that uh, starts uh, November 10th. And today is the 19th. That's a, uh, three weeks from tomorrow. 
Get you excited? Don't, don't, don't remind me. Don't remind you. How close you, it is. You got to embrace it. Don't, don't, I, don't, I am. Yeah, and I'm, I'm very thankful of the sets being built by my brother's workshop. Okay. Um, the lights are, Mr. C has the lights from the Moby Jew Center. Mm-hmm. Um, and per sound with Miss um, Carmen and, and Miss Ashiba doing the sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I want to thank the VI Lottery for their $2,000. Um, sponsorship. That's awesome. Thank we you very much, Mr. Williams, for looking out again. Yes. And, and all the things you support. Yes. Um, and they're going through an, just an anniversary year for them. So. Yes. Anyone else so. want to support? Please give us a call. Um, <laughs> yeah. Things are things cost money. Yeah. Um, but we're invest in optimal. Oh my goodness, Nyla is magnificent. Printing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She, I love her, and she's been a blessing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to leave. You know, start think thanking people, and you leave people out. So you, but, you you got two stage plays uh, up in Ohio. Yeah. So why are you still nervous? That's a great question. <laughs> that, <laughs> you, yeah. you should be nervous. You should never yeah. take anything for granted. Yeah. You should never. This is, although this is my dream, they didn't have to buy into it. People do not have to um, spend their hard-earned money, you know, on a ticket. I, I want them to. Please, please, please do. Um, but, you know, it, it's a it's a time where you feel unsure about things and yourself. Ashley, I'm going to allow her to speak because we were um, conversing the other day mm-hmm. where she said, well, I was going to, you know, I, I, I want to give up sometimes too on my dream and, and, and how when you're, when you're doing it kind of all on your own, um, when you're the secretary and you're the, 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 the administrator and you're the director and you're the chef mm-hmm. and you're the cleanup person, and you're the, it is, a, it's a lot. Um, but God has, not giving me a spirit of fear and he's allowed me to continue to work very steadily in my craft yeah, when, when you say you're going to allow her to speak you're, you're going to hope <laughs> that the, you're going to hope that the host <laughs> allows her to speak host please allow her to speak <laughs> Miss Alice you recognize <laughs> yeah so like she was saying, like even now, I'm nervous about opening the restaurant. It's new territory for me. I mean, I've been doing something different. Um, cooking. By, the, by the way, tell the public again. That, oh, uh, your my pre- name. Your, your pre- uh, pre- no, no, no. Your previous appearance on the show when you had manners, that man. <laughs> Um, yes, I've been on the show before speaking about my upcoming restaurant, Jubilee, by Yadi in St. Croix. That's going to be in Christian said Town, um, 45 King Street, the spot where Kim's restaurant used to be. There you go. And um, now I'm also um, dabbling in a little acting, you know, just for fun because that's a high stress um, job. So now we need to like balance it out doing this play. And, um, a little decompression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Um, like Angela was saying, yeah, she's nervous. I'm nervous in doing that too because, like I was saying before, it's new territory. i never done that before. It's like, will people come? Okay, what if too much people come? Like, okay, I closed this restaurant like five times already and we're not even open yet. Same, same, same. Um, but it's not just me. Like, I know the whole, there's a community behind me, backing yes. me. Um, Ashley, when are you doing this and you have to and you can't stop now and people just giving support and I'm like, okay, so it's not just about me. So I can't just decide to say, I'm going to stop. Um, I just have to keep going. And this is what I've always wanted. Like, I found in journals, like, that I've written from 2016 as I'm going to open a restaurant and not knowing where, when, how, or any of that, but knowing that I wrote that down in 2016 and now we're in 2023 and it's actually happening is like 
wow, so I have to try it on. What kind of twang you use in the movie? Uh, my Jamaican accent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's part of the realness of the, of the play? Joan is my friend um, from St. Kitts. She's here on island. Mm -hmm. She uh, was extremely, um, Joan Phillip, extremely instrumental in her political uh, party there in, in, in St. Kitts and Nevis. And she was always funny. She always made me feel great about myself and things going on. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I got with you this morning. I'm like, seriously. <laughs> I got with you this morning. Seriously. seriously. I don't want to do that. No, I, I didn't take kindly to hold you. Joaquin. After, after I. No, 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 no. no, 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 because we had a great conversation when, when she was here the first time. And, uh, uh, Did she, she bring you some food? No, I, that's that's oh. all part of the deal. Oh, you, know? you owe them some food? No, 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 no. Me coming to the, me coming to the spot oh. and, and we, talk, we talked about the jerk thing and all that because my best friend, one of my best friends, his people uh, come from Jamaica and... Uh, you know, once I once I tasted that dish that first night there, because one of the things, one of the customs here uh, in the Virgin Islands is if you're there by your friend's house at dinner time, you eat. Absolutely. That might be a Caribbean thing as well, but I know in St. Croix, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If they're there by my mother's house, or I there by their house, we eat it. You yes. know what I'm saying? And that happened over there. And, you know, it, it's just, I'm just looking forward to uh, Jubilee Bayari, right? That's what it is? Yes. Looking forward to that. So congratulations. Uh, in that regard, that's the, the soft spot for today. Mm -hmm. We'll get back to how we've been since eight o'clock. All right. <laughs> so um, the arts, right here yes. in the Virgin Islands, uh, we're going through a Renaissance window, and it's not limited uh, to those who paint and all that stuff. It's also acting, right? Uh, um, the Virgin Islands is uh, replete uh, with talented uh, individuals like yourself, and I'm glad that here on uh, Analyze This um, we get the opportunity. Uh, to showcase, uh, promote uh, the brilliance that exists here. And I'm, I'm grateful <coughs> uh, this morning to have uh, A5 Productions uh, under uh, the ownership of Ms. Angela White and Stay Faithful to Play, which is actually going to be um, the winning thing on actually Veterans Day weekend. Because yes. Veterans Day is a Saturday, that's November 11th. And uh, we're looking forward to you being uh, having a successful, I should say, uh, event uh, down there at uh, the Botanical Gardens. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk about the setting, right, um, and how, um, you know, you not only the setting, but uh, Mr. Griffin, uh, Mr. James, uh, Ms. Ellis, um, how focused one has to be, right, because we all act. We've been acting from since we were kids, <coughs> but now, you know, this is a legitimate production, and uh, the, the focus um, not being over intense to the point where it impacts your performance and all that stuff. Little things like that uh, to make uh, uh, the actual product uh, awesome. So we'll take a break. Arts Thursday in effect with uh, A5 Productions in the house. We'll be back right after this. Technology Center and the VI Energy Office, in partnership with the Worldwide Universities Network, are hosting the second annual VI Energy Fair. 
There will be live demonstrations, interactive exhibits on energy and sustainability, and community leaders on site to discuss the territory's efforts to reduce energy costs. The fair takes place at the UVI Sports and Fitness Center on St. Thomas on October 28th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information, visit cgtc-usvi.org. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big <laughs> cowboy hat on. He looked like, like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. We're back here and analyze this Arch Thursday. Stay faithful to play. Veterans Day weekend, uh, three weeks away, and uh, Miss um, uh, White wanted me to make sure to give a shout out to uh, KMB Productions. You want to She was actually here a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they're actually doing uh, a training. They're actually uh, doing something, I believe, uh, that's going on now uh, because uh, we're really, really moving uh, towards uh, the Virgin Islands potentially being. <clears throat> like uh, Vancouver, um, British Columbia, where a lot of acting takes place uh, up there. A lot of different movies, uh, they shoot uh, scenes and sets up there. So uh, there's a, a desire for that to happen, and apparently uh, something is uh, in the mix. Except Miss Kimberly Jarreau, she is the, the female lead in the movie? Yes. Okay, that's, that's no, nice. no, no, in the play. In the play, in yes. the play. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm thinking movie already. So that's a, that's a good thing. I'm with it. I'm with it. That's a good thing, right? So, um, <clears throat> how do you get to that point without crossing it? Let me start with you, Mr. Griffin, since you the you the man, right? <laughs> Where um, you're focused, but you don't want it to take away from your personality hmm. in the movie or in the play. Right, I think I should say in the production. In the production. In the production, um, so that you remain you remain in focus. You're kind of blocking out all of the out, the potential outside distractions, but at the same time, you're being yourself. There's a balancing act there. Pull the mic a little closer and talk to the audience with respect to the, to that balancing act. Yeah, I mean it's a 
I think that's the fun part of it. You know, I think it's trying to find yourself inside the character and trying to really get lost in the moment. You know, I think it's you kind of like when you're reading the script at first, when I was reading the script at first, I kind of like read it like a story more than a play and just kind of like got the gist of the story. And then once I kind of got to understand the story, I kind of understand what the characters are going through. I can kind of put myself in that position. So now when I'm when I'm in the middle of it, I'm kind of just focused on being in the moment and not like anything else like it's kind of like playing sports or anything else like you have to be focused on what you're doing got to be focused on you know taking it you know one play at a time just doing exactly what you have to do instead of thinking about you know somebody laughing in the background somebody you know you know making a joke or anything like that you can't worry about any of that stuff you just have to make sure that you're focused and i don't know i know for me it's just it comes down to commitment like i know when I, I was when I was in New York and I was doing my marketing, I ended up getting to like kind of heavy. When I was in San Diego, I got the two hundred and fifty pounds. What? <laughs> and uh, and and so <laughs> lean and and all that stuff. No, you put in the time again, right? Yeah, I put that time in. I had to put that commitment. I was I was focused on what I wanted to do and you know intermittent fasting, working two out two fifty. Yeah, I got down to my one fifty right now. Yeah, be so. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I feel like. Once you kind of get lost in in your in your what you're trying to do, I think nothing can stop you. And I yeah, feel like I have to take that same focus into this play. I like that. Did, 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 did the producer, Mr. James, allow for the cast to um, go off script to get to that final product? There are times when uh, you know sometimes you might bump into something that actually is beneficial to the end result. Uh, I mean, that's kind of like what I loved about uh, working with uh, with Angela. You know, we uh, it's kind of like I feel like we were all co-writers in the play, you know, because she wanted it to be how we would say it. So if it was something that wasn't the way that we would say it or something that made us feel uncomfortable, you know, flip it out. Put it in how you would want to say it. Put it in like how you would do it so that way you can be comfortable in the moment. So there was sometimes it's like, you know, not that uh, it was in the script, but something will happen, and then you know you'll just ad lib something, and then next thing you know, the next time you do it, she's like, "How come you didn't say that thing you said last time?" You okay. know that was perfect. Yeah. So I feel like so shell out for an incorporation of yeah real time stuff. Exactly, and yeah. I feel like if it fit, you know, we had suggestions. Um, she would listen to it, we would try it out, and if it worked, we would do it. If it didn't, then we didn't. So yeah. I feel like that was the best thing about it. We can see it in real time. Mr. James, tell us about the best man role. What's what? it like, man? Well, um, for me, you could talk the local one. It's <laughs> for me. It is is really like you know bringing myself into the whole mode of that person. Mm-hmm. Um, I play apart from being the the main male character's best friend. Of course, I'm a taxi driver in the uh, play. Okay. So I had to. I have a actually. I had a friend. I have a friend here on the island who's a taxi driver, and I saw him the other day and I said hey man you know I actually gonna be in a play where I'm playing a taxi driver you know and I had a couple little conversations with him about some of the things that he does what he wears um for me it's like again bringing myself into the mode of that character and what that character would do and of course how I would say certain things kind of piggybacking off of what Jordan said earlier um I'm grateful that Angela has given us the opportunity to express our words in the play exactly how we would say it um that the freedom that comes with you know expressing yourself and how exactly you would speak is a very important thing i find may i may i just say one thing about our flyer 
um, that we've been distributing. Jonathan wrote the caption that's on our flyer because yes. he is a poet. And I'd also like to give a shout out to Roland Herman, who is my friend who is a taxi driver, yes. who said he actually named Mecca. Mm -hmm. He named him. He said, oh, that doesn't sound like a... I said, well, what do you want your name to be if you're the taxi driver in a play? And so he, he named the character. Um, this, is, this is bigger than me, just like Jubilee is bigger than Ashley. This this whole idea, I, t I sent them a text saying that we are on the pre precipice of something great. You're absolutely right. Something is changing on the island as it relates to us being seen as a paradise place, a place where movies can be made and art can be developed and produced. Um, so I am open. I'm open. I'm ready. I'm waiting. I'm willing. That's why I talk about Ashley. Okay, then. I good. How are you? I good. Okay. We're going to end full of love this. Awesome. Amen. <laughs> you, know, you know how it is. Um, <clears throat> you got a headband on this morning. Mm -hmm. And that's of um, tremendous significance here. Uh, in particular, this month, because October 1st was contracting. Mm -hmm. And um, the queens from back in the day, Queen Mary... Queen Agnes, Queen Matilda, Queen Susanna. Um, that's a part of, of our culture. Mm -hmm. um, was culture allowed in Stay Faithful? And looking forward, because um, Stay, Stay Faithful is what it is, are you looking to continue to promote how culture could tell a lot about us as a people? Yes, of course. Um, and I do that because I'm a chef, so definitely in my food. Um, so uh, the stage, the play being actually staged here during the hurricane season, I don't know if that, you know, tells about um, how people feel about after a storm, not just um, the fact that rainfall, but just uh, so the emotional effects it have on people and mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know, here, dress us, so you got to... Do what I got to do. Yeah, after. so, um, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, when, no when, when the storm hit, right, one of the things that we learned with Hugo back in the day, mm -hmm. right, is uh, it didn't really matter how much money you had or how much money you didn't have. Right. At that time, right, it's all man for the self. Everybody right? the same And everybody now trying to make the most of the inconvenience and the, and the fact that life as we knew it was not going to be for a while. Yeah. You know, so that's why I, you know, uh, the, the look, the, the natural look, that's it. Power guy, hurricane, hurricane, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, impact. Right. Like, we're talking but, too much about it, man. Uh, well, that's all right. That's all right. We, 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 we used to read now. See, come back and we got yeah. generate. That's all we good. Um, with next uh, five minutes left, Miss um, White, um, you ready? I am ready. We are ready. That's what I'm talking we about. We are ready. I like the we part. We are yeah. ready. Yeah. As I said, it's yeah. not about me. Yeah. Um, it is about us growing. It is about us respecting culture. It's about us um, examining ourselves. We're in a cancel culture kind of thing. If you say the wrong thing, mm -hmm. you're you're you know you can't talk. Everything you do is wokeism and, and all kind of craziness. It's ridiculous yeah. Yeah. because you know back in the '70s, the Jeffersons. George was he, Mo moving on, <laughs> and he couldn't stand certain people, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he would make fun of them. Yeah. And we all laughed about it, but we all learned to respect it and uh, and honestly look at ourselves and how we see things. 
I absolutely love the culture. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm at St. Croix Christian Academy where we have quadrille, where we have still pan, where we have a lot of things going on to keep the culture. Um, it's, it's magnificent. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now. Nowhere else. So I hope people come out. Mm -hmm. I hope people want to sponsor us because, as you know, you, you start with one budget and it always goes up. Um, so any um, advertisers out there, we are not a nonprofit. So any advertisers that want to jump in and advertise with us, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, we're, we're not paying the actors, but we found a way so the actors could get a little off you know, the top. Mm -hmm. And... Um, we are just very thankful for the community that we're in. Please come out and support. I know um, our families will. I know that people will who love the arts. It's everybody's story. It's everybody's story. So James, feel good about this? I feel great about this. Um, again, going off of what Angela just said, one of the things I could say is um, I remember being here in St. Croix during Hurricane Hugo, and I remember you know, mom and dad around the house trying to make something of what was left after the hurricane. Um, this play reminds me of that all over again. And of course, the emotions that are attached to that uh, trauma of experiencing a hurricane and having loved ones leave your presence. I feel great about this. Not talking about balance. <laughs> the actor, Jordan Griffin, feeling good? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling really good. I'm I'm actually uh, really grateful for this opportunity. I'm grateful that uh, she, you know, decided to give me a chance and she let me do it. I've been, from this, I've been able to. I was able to be in a short film. We were talking about oh, Saint yes. Croix has mm -hmm. uh, a good film community. I was able to work with uh, George Cannon and the Blue Tart Productions. Yeah, man. We made a. Uh, uh, Short mm -hmm. film, the Paradise Forty Eight Film Festival. Mm -hmm. We made it. Uh, oh yeah, so you guys were you guys were in yeah. Saint, in St. Thomas. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Uh, he went to St. Thomas. Yeah. You know, we were at the watch party. That's but, a week. That's a weekend. A whole weekend type thing, right? Yeah, we had forty eight hours yeah. to shoot the film. It was yeah. like a wheel of fortune with the categories, and we got comedy in our section, mm -hmm. and we got uh, of all the there was uh, four. Uh, St. Croix uh, movies that made it. We did get the highest in the first place with the St. Croix movies. They were just throwing that out there. That's what I'm saying. But uh, it was it was fun. It was a great opportunity. And, you know, we ended up, they were showing at the Caribbean uh, Museum, Center of the Arts. Yeah, and they were well, actually coming in here yeah. in a little bit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. They, 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 they had a whole film festival. They showed the movies awesome, and yeah. all the St. Croix movies. They showed them as well. So okay. I feel like it's definitely a good time to be a part of this you know, this renaissance. Renaissance, man. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, it. Yeah, I feel man. it. Yeah, man. Congrats on having a lead role. Honey. That. Thank you. That's, yeah. my, that's my honey down there. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. um, first of all, uh, congrats on the, the, the um, business venture. Yes. Oh, thank you. The business venture, right? Because in this guava crap, we're WAPA, <clears throat> you know, undermining a lot of things. Uh, even though it's ours. You know, you know, that's one thing I tell people about WAPA, as, as bad as it can be on its worst day and all that stuff, it still belongs to the people. And there's something about that that, that, that has uh, value. You, you balancing uh, being a business owner, I know you're, del you're delving into uh, a little bit of the arts. Yeah. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm excited, actually. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I'm the comedic relief in the play for some parts of it. Um, 
so it's a nice way to relax and just show a different side of me too because mm-hmm. um always serious in the kitchen that 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 seems that's a personal thing i i'd, I'd like to apologize to the three of you <laughs> Yeah, yeah, her going, we, we, we're, we're gonna figure it out. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna figure it out. So yeah, I feel good about it, and I want everybody to come out November 10, 11, and twelve. We we'll stay mm-hmm. faithful at the Botanical Gardens, mm-hmm. and we'll have a gala um, night um, on the twelfth. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope to see y'all there. That's awesome. I, I could sit down and listen to you talk forever, no? Because oh, yeah? I love that. I love that Jamaican talk. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, the entire Caribbean. You know, every island got where we speak, you know what I'm saying? But uh, your thing, that just, it's like a tangential thing where, you know, your thing just lovely and raw, you know what I'm saying? Uh, there's certain letters that, certain letters are, you know, enunciate uh, with, with emphasis. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> different, everything is different, but with emphasis, you know what I'm saying? So that's what we're talking about. Ah, don't forget everybody, 11, uh, 11.10, 11.11, 11.12, right? Veterans Day weekend. All roads leading to St. St. George's Botanical Gardens uh, down there uh, at State St. George's. Uh, if you know St. George's School, you're heading west on Center Line Road, Queen Mary. Queen Mary. Uh, you're right after St. Joseph, behind that right. And you're going to Mango Mele. That's the location. Okay? And uh, we want to make sure that uh, this particular play, uh, A5 production, uh, Stay Faithful, uh, is uh, a successful uh, venture uh, featuring Mr. Jordan Griffin, Jonathan James, Ashley Ellis, Kimberly Giroux, written by the one and only uh, Angela White, originally out of Philly, but one of <laughs> we know here uh, in uh, St. Croix and uh, the Virgin Islands. Uh, <clears throat> at some point, I'm going to get um, Mr. Griffin back uh, so we could talk about, because he said he, he lived in Sacramento, and uh, the I I didn't realize this, but there is a NorCal versus SoCal, right? Mm-hmm. And a, a rivalry, and uh, so I want the public to know that what we deal with in Saint Croix versus Saint Thomas, mm-hmm. and Ponce versus San Juan, it exists all over the place, yes. right? And so I want to have that discussion at some point with you if it's okay with you down the road. All right, we'll take a break. Be back. We got the Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts joining us here on Arts Thursday. Don't forget, stay faithful. November tenth. 11th and 12th at the St. George's Village Botanical Garden. Tickets on Eventbrite. Tickets are? On Eventbrite. On Eventbrite. Eventbrite. Yes. You got it. Be back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Saturday mornings, we're here for you with Weekend Edition. Two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition, Saturday mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. With so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. 
Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands.